Gulfs of Elkhart. This is On the Beat with Carl Stutzman. And welcome to On the Beat on the Heart 1340 AM 1019 FM. Carl Stutzman and Joe Hart on the Heart 1340 AM 1019FM, president of the South Bend Cubs, joining us today uh, because this weekend is kind of a big moment for the team. And on top of that, well, I should say for uh, for uh, for South Bend. Uh, and then uh, then we've got the official announcement of the schedule that came this week. So we got to talk about that. Uh, Joe, welcome to the show. It sounds like you've been nice and busy. Yeah, it's it's been uh, a great couple of weeks. I mean, it first started when we announced uh, our our schedule for the upcoming season, and then we find out that the Cubs AAA uh, is going to be in South Bend working out for the entire month of April, and then they gave us uh, a couple dates in which we can sell some tickets for for those exhibition games, and the first one is on April the 10th. They're playing the Detroit Tigers AAA here at Four Winds Field, and then on the 17th, they're playing uh, the Chicago White Sox here at Four Winds Field. And you know, we had 1,000 tickets to sell for each, and we sold out of both days in, in uh, less than – 25 minutes. Oh, geez. So uh, tickets are already sold. So you're not you're not going to yeah. get into those games. I wh- no, this- no. But, uh, you know, the other exciting thing is on April 14th, next Wednesday, we're putting our single game tickets on sale for the yep. South Bend Cubs. And yep. what we're doing for that is we're just putting uh, May and June uh, on sale first, you know, as we deal with some of the capa- capacity restrictions. Um, obviously we're hoping like most people's that some of those restrictions get a little bit looser as we go on through the summer and can increase our capacity. So that's why we're just putting them on sale for May and June to start with. And then, you know, we'll carry on with July and the rest of the summer, um, probably in, you know, mid-June, beginning of June time frame. Well, that, that actually was leading into my first questions. Uh, restrictions. Last time we talked uh, about a month and a half ago, you guys were still kind of working on what that final plan was going to look like. Uh, do you have any kind of highlights as to as to what the restrictions game day of are going to look like? Yeah, um, you know, we've been working with our health department quite extensively. Um, for us, we're excited to say that our capacity is 50% nice. uh, with social distancing, so we'll still be able to do the suites. You know, the seating bowl is where we got to really kind of do our best job to make sure people social distance, um, but we'll still have our picnic areas. We don't have to, you know, put up the plexiglass at, at the concession stands. You know, our staff will be wearing masks. We'll have hand sanitizers everywhere. Because um, at the end of the day, the number one thing is making sure our fans, the players and front office staff are all safe throughout all this. But uh, it's been, you know, it's been a, a challenge, but yet it's been kind of enjoyable to be able to work on this plan and know that people are going to be coming back. So, you know, I told somebody in the office the other day, you know, hopefully we work on all these plans and things just continue to get better and we don't have to implement them. But at the end of the day, it's just nice to be able to be working on something that is going to be bringing fans back to the ballpark. So, yeah, we are uh, just under a month away from the first game. May the 4th is when you guys are getting started. So, I mean, uh, between a month uh, now and a month, I mean, I mean, who knows? Indiana, what I think yeah. the latest numbers from this week, the state as a whole is at about 23% fully vaccinated. And then yeah. um, by the time you guys would start your season, I think that number is going to be closer to almost 50% just with the number of individuals that have already received their first shot. So, who knows? Yeah, and that's the exciting thing about it is you are seeing the people that are getting the vaccines. It's coming out pretty quick. Now, in at least in Indiana, you know, if you're 16 or older and you want to get one, you can get one. So, you know, the the folks that were high risk have have, have been able to get there. So uh, it's exciting. I got my first one this past Monday. Um, went extremely well. I, I'll get my second one. I think it's April 26th, and then I'm good to go. So I look forward to seeing people at the ballpark and just – there's a lot of optimism out there right now. There's excitement and people are pent up. They're ready to get back out of the house. And, you know, Four Winds Field is going to 
make a great place for them to come and enjoy time with their family or, or friends. So uh, with you guys getting ready to have people in the stadium, um, you know, let's say I'm someone who didn't even get a chance to, to walk into Four Winds Field during 2020. What are some of the differences that we're going to see? Well, I think the biggest thing is, you know, you'll have the signage everywhere, just asking people to social distance, you know, especially at the concession stand lines. We'll have the stickers on the floor kind of every six feet, just, you know, reminding people to kind of stay apart. Um, You'll see, you know, all of our staff wearing their masks. Um, There'll be plenty of PA announcements uh, regarding, the you know, the safety measures that are in place. But, you know, we've always been known as having a clean venue to begin with. You know, I think prior to this, we had probably anywhere between 18 to 20 hand sanitizers out and about on the concourse and the restrooms and the suites. Now that you're going to see that number probably closer to 70 or 80 of them. So we're enhancing that. I think the biggest thing is you're just going to see everything else uh, just kind of ramped up and and even more safety and cleanliness protocols in place than, than what we even used to before. I, I, I'm looking forward to getting a chance to get out there and see a game. We we had a chance to take my daughter out, and she loved it, although she was, I think, three at the time. So uh, for her, it was all about the uh, bouncy house and yeah. uh, all of the games and everything. Is that still something you guys are going to be able to have open? Yeah, the health department told us, yes, uh, we can. We'll just need to sanitize those about uh, every 45 minutes. We'll just have to keep a watch on the number of people we let in the fun zone uh, in general. So our plan is I think we're going to have one or two uh, of the items in the fun zone, probably not blown up at least at the start. So we can spread out a little bit more. There'll be hand sanitizers at each one of those. Um, and again, it, it will still have that opportunity. The splash pad will be open. Um, so yeah, I mean, for the most part, when fans come out, they should not notice a difference in the entertainment value that, that they've come to know and appreciate, uh, with a ballpark over the last couple of years, it would really just be more seeing the social distancing and, and the masks. Okay, so the other fan favorite, fan favorite that I've got to ask about, uh, fireworks. Uh, I imagine that your vendors were a little more happy this year to receive the phone call than they were last year? Yeah, a- absolutely. We'll be doing 15 fireworks shows uh, this year. Obviously, you know, we do every Friday night. Um, this year, opening day is on a Tuesday, so we'll have some fireworks that night, and we mix in a couple other weeknights as well. So, yeah, it'll be exciting. I mean, you know, normally we're anywhere between 15 to 20 shows a year. Last year, we still were, did four of them um, with our movie night. So our fireworks vendor was at least somewhat happy with us last year, um, but they get it. You know, that's that's one of the main things they do. We weren't the only one that were canceling fireworks shows. You know what I really think about that makes me sad in uh, 2020 is to what happened to all of those delicious hot dogs in a year when, when no one was around to eat them. I, I really do worry about that. I hope you know that. Yeah, absolutely. So we're expecting them to go over very well this year. I mean, there's nothing better than a ballpark hot dog. And yeah, you weren't able to get those too frequent last year. Yeah, maybe if you came out on one of the movie nights, you were able to. But, you know, even with that, there was only three or four of those. So, yeah, this year is going to be nice. Um, You know, uh, the same food will be out here. We don't really have any restrictions on how we need to um, do that. It won't be prepackaged, anything like that. So, Mm -hmm. Um, again, I can't thank our health department enough for the support that they've given us. I know I've probably worn them out with phone calls and emails, but they've been spectacular to work with. Those Fenway Franks travel a long way before they make it to your stomach, so you should definitely go out and buy some. Yes. Uh, it, I want to kind of talk outside of baseball for a second, just community aspect things. Uh, you know, Andrew had a video that you guys were able to post, uh, Andrew Berlin being the the owner of the team. Uh, and I, I, thought that, I thought that his message was fantastic, being able to get out there and, and just offer maybe a little bit of inspiration to the community. Uh, I know that you guys are invested in South Bend, and that is that is a big part of your identity. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's I think we proved that even more so last year during the pandemic by 
doing some of the things we did. At one point last year around opening day, we used our video board in which people could pay $10 and, and put a message up on the board. And then we would take a photo of it, post it on Facebook, send it to them. Obviously, you know, people weren't able to get together for graduations or birthdays. So our fans took advantage of it and, you know, did that and put some messages up on the board. And then what we did is we took the, the money from that and we donated it to the Croc Center to their food pantry. So um, we did a movie night last year with Ronald McDonald House Charity. So we were very much uh, community involved last year, even without a season. I think that's the one thing is we owe it to our fans. We've had tremendous support since Andrew and I got here. And, you know, we're always trying to, to repay the community and, and give back in any manner. And, and that'll never change. Pandemic, no pandemic. Um, but yeah, that was, that was a nice video that, that they had put together. And I think it is, it's just showing that there's a lot of reason for hope this year. Whereas last year at this time, there really wasn't any hope. It looked doom and gloom. So it did. It did. Um, uh, and, and outside of just the baseball season, a lot of those community things that you were doing last year, you're still planning on trying to do this year too. Yeah. I mean, you know, that was probably the silver lining from last year is we learned some new, I guess ways to to do some events at the ballpark that we hadn't done before. We'd never done a movie night before. And, you know, when you're forced to be creative and do things, that's how we came up with it. But at the end of the day, we all sat around the office and like, what was our problem? Why haven't we been doing these before? Because they were successful. Uh, so we're going to do those again this year. Um, we're hosting South Bend School Corps graduation at the ballpark. We have Ivy Tech that's going to do theirs here as well. So um, we're even getting some wedding receptions uh, out here because one, it's an outdoor venue and a lot of other folks um, either when they tried to reschedule, there wasn't availability where they were normally going to do the reception or the reception hall just isn't open. Um, so it's, it's been interesting, but there has been some, I guess, some silver linings for us. Uh, it's really kind of opened up some new avenues to use the venue. Awesome. Uh, and then my last question for you, uh, employment, are you guys, did you guys get all the workers you need or are you still looking for some more people to shore up? Yeah, no, we're still looking for good people that want to work out here, um, be a part of the team. I mean, again, it's uh, our seasonal staff is probably the most important people we have on staff because we can't do what we do without them. And, you know, that was probably one of my greatest honors when we won the Midwest league championship in 2019, you know, the players get rings, the front office get rings. Uh, but in talking with Andrew, we ended up buying about 200 rings uh, that we gave to seasonal staff members that had worked, you know, half the season with us. Um, and to see those folks get their rings uh, was awesome. So I just want anybody out there to know if you're looking for a job, um, looking for a fun place to work, come to Four Winds Field. You know, we treat you like family because we don't do what we do without you. Well, one of my favorite things is people talk about getting youths engaged and getting high school kids engaged. It's a it's a good employment opportunity to walk out there, and it, you're going to grab life schools in that or life skills in that environment. You're not going to get anywhere else, and you do a really good job of uh, you know making sure that you're you know supporting that aspect of the community as you can. Yeah. I mean, you know, you think about it, that's our future workforce. Anytime, any opportunity to give them a chance to learn a bit about the business world, customer service. I mean, I think in this day and age for us, customer service is the number one thing that we try to offer. And unfortunately, that's not the case with many businesses. So if we can get some of these kids in here and kind of teach them that those are the most important things in business. Um, I mean, let's be honest, I'm not a rocket scientist. It's, you know, I, I'm, I'm not uh, a brain surgeon, but what I'm doing here is just trying to provide fans with the experience that they are paying for and what they deserve. And, you know, you just look at it as what do I expect when I go somewhere? And that's what we try to instill here. So, um, that's that's our mindset. It's been our mindset from day one and will continue to be. Love it. Uh, Joe, one more time. Uh, tickets officially go on sale next week at noon. They can buy uh, for the early season games. Uh, where should they go to get tickets? 
Yeah, best thing is go to southbendcubs.com. They can still do it the old-fashioned way. They can come down to the box office. We'll be open for that as well. And then the other thing you can do is you can even call in at uh, 235-9988 and uh, just ask for the box office. But looking forward to next week. I mean, the phone calls have been awesome. You know, we've booked a few comedy shows that we've announced already and we've put tickets on sale. And, you know, and then we're getting questions like, hey, when are the South Bend Cubs tickets going on sale? So it's fun to be able to put those on sale next week and let fans – know that they got an opportunity to enjoy some baseball. Joe Hart, president of the South Bend Cubs on the Hart 1340 AM, 101.9 FM. Joe, appreciate you. We will talk to you soon. Thanks, Carl. Appreciate uh, everybody out there and look forward to seeing you at Four Winds Field. Go right. Cubs go. Go Cubs go. Uh, all right, we will be back to uh, talk with Tom Stout, Burston Marketing and Elkhart here just after the break. On the beat. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.